The following podcast contains strong language. Hello and welcome to the Movie Bunker podcast. For some reason I tripped over that. With me, Matt. Hello, it's me, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hello. Hi. Hi. Nice to see you here. We've been here for about 28 minutes, if you're honest, actually. Uh, 41 minutes. 41 minutes already. <laughs> Shit in hell. It's episode 10. Episode 10, double digits. Who'd have thunk Keys it? Keys to the house, mobile phone, these things you get when you're 10 years old. Congratulations to everyone who's stuck with us for 10 episodes. It's been a long ride. We haven't found the film to make us stop the podcasting. <laughs> so... To either make us happy or break our spirits, it's not happening. What is it we do for new listeners that might have um, foolishly stumbled across our well, podcast? If, if maybe, for example, they've you know they've not seen the full title and they believe this to be podcast number one and not number ten, oh, all right, to expand the window out a little bit more. But for that listener uh, and for other people that maybe just said, you know, twenty twelve is my favourite film of all time, I'm going to listen to that one. What we do, Chris. <laughs> is um, we chose in this saturated podcast market of moviness yeah. is not to follow the herd and go and review excellent films or popular films. We've chosen to delve into the past and find poorly rated films that we review, watch, we watch, obviously, that yeah. helps the reviewing procedure, then we, we review them. And, but the, the purpose, the holy grail the the goal of this is to find film or films uh, that have been poorly reviewed unfairly that we've gone listen people don't don't look at this two-star review this is a five-star piece of entertainment yeah well we will do it we'll find a film that we both enjoy or we can have a wrestle about critics pan movies a lot there are a lot of critical panage but there's a lot of audience that that love these critically panned films so we know films do find an audience but we tend to err on the side of the critics most of the time we right? have done which I, I thought wouldn't happen. because we're smug bastards maybe I, I just thought i didn't i just really didn't think that would happen i thought no. that i would disagree a lot with critics yeah yeah but they actually know what they're talking about Shh. yeah but anyway one day when we find the film when we find it We'll, we can pack this shit up and then we can start <laughs> reviewing The Shape of it's Water. Not gonna happen. No, not going to happen. So this film was 2012. We yeah. decided to tackle the disaster movie from 2009. Nine. Here's the trailer. Victims adhere to the Mayan calendar which predicts the end of time to occur on the 21st of December of 2012. You won't believe this. I thought we'd have more time. The world, as we know it, will soon come to an end. It's starting. The Mayans knew about it. The Bible. It's the end of the world, my friends. Yellowstone has become the world's largest volcano. Daddy, what was that? Don't look back, just look at me. Do I look scared? We gotta get to the airport. Where are we going? The government is building these ships. The moment we stop fighting for each other, that's the moment that we lose our humanity. To 2009. 2009. A world of hope it was back then. Hope and dreams. Oh. And along come this film to tell us that we only had three years left before 
the Mayan calendar predicted that the world would end and we'd all going to die of die 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 horribly die horribly in the disaster film genre and then Roland Emmerich is responsible for this and I didn't realise he was German what with a name like Roland Emmerich yeah I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I thought of it I just hadn't considered considered him to be a German man but yeah now you've said it that is a it's a very German quite, name uh, yeah oh there you go well he's responsible for all the big smashy smashy blowy uppy stuff right so yeah he's done lots Independence Day boom Godzilla boom boom the day after tomorrow what's the noise of crunching snow Independence Day 2 boom <laughs> amongst others he's responsible yeah. for everything that's kind of patriotic without being American really traditional filmmaker I think in terms of like what you know you like the golden age of cinema kind of back catalogue you'd expect so it's got like the, it's got the grandiose Sunday afternoon film he's consistent yeah he just does that thing and he gets the cast but anyway before we did cast and that Chris Let's do the plop synopsis. Have a plop synopsis. Uh, so Dr. Adrian Helmsley is part of a worldwide uh, geophysical team investigating the effect on Earth of radiation from unprecedented solar storms. Learns that the, the Earth's core is heating up. He warns US President Thomas Wilson that the crust of the Earth is becoming unstable oh, no. and that without preparations for having a, a fraction of the world's population, the entire race is doomed. Meanwhile, writer Jackson Curtis stumbles on the same information while the world's leaders race to build arcs to escape the impending cataclysm. Curtis struggles to find a way to save his family. Meanwhile, volcanic eruptions and earthquakes of unprecedented strength <laughs> wreak havoc around the world. Boom. So it's got an amazing cast. An amazing cast. So they were drawn, drawn in by the money and the director. The flame. So John Cusack, boom! John Cusack, he's your main, he's your main anchor. He's everyone's favourite, every man. Jack, he's Jackson Curtis, Jackson Curtis being obviously Fifty Cent's real name. I didn't. Curtis I read this. That he's, he's a massive <laughs> rap fan, Roland. Emmerich. Yeah, yeah. I read this on IMDb. So Andy Newton plays uh, Laura Wilson, who's the president's daughter. Probably best known as a for with our younger viewers as the the woman from Westworld. The woman from Westworld. Yeah, um, she's been in. Quite a few films. She's she has. a great British actress. Chiwetel Elifor. Oscar winning. Yeah, well, he's he's a great Seven actor. Seven Years great, a Slave. Yeah, amongst others. Oh, Serenity. Great in that film. Yeah, and uh, Doctor Strange most probably recently. Mm. And he's been in loads. But he plays the the geologist, I guess. We've got Oliver Platt. Oliver Platt. Um, you recognise these guys, okay? Sorry, <laughs> Oliver Platt. He's been in lots of films. Lots okay. of films. Um, Lake Placid. Yeah, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson from everything. Yeah, he plays Charlie Frost. Amazing name, Danny Glover. I'm too old for this shit. Danny Glover is the president. He's the president, Thomas Wilson. Yeah. I've got a question for you right off the bat. Why aren't the American presidents assholes? Because they're all the most amazing it's, people. I mean, if you yeah, if you look at particularly Roland Limerick films yes at, the, at his prime minister uh, president you've got um, uh, Independence it? Day Independence Day he actually saves the day he saves he, the he, day he straps on a plane and drives straight <laughs> into a 
uh, into into. But the, not just Roland's films, but Deep Impact and Armageddon, which is kind of like Morgan, yeah, Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman um, I'm trying to think of other ones now. Uh, who uh, White House Down um, with Gerard Butler? Yep. Or the other one, the other White Don't House. Put me like that. Sorry, the other White House Down film, which is similar. Um, oh. oh, with one was with Channing Tatum, one's with. Uh, Shouty, shouty Scotsman. Jared Butler. So, and, and it's the guy who plays Two Face in Batman. I can't remember his name. It's Con. But in the other film, oh, that's so annoying. In the other film, it's um. Oh, Jesus Christ! We're gonna have to insert the names here. But they're all amazing people. Yeah, they, they, there's a, a strong film history of great presidents. They've never unlike real life. I just want, I thought as I was watching this film. It, Danny Glover's president is a very well-liked, respected man of the people. Yeah. He, uh, he stays behind when all the when he could have quite easily got on the uh, presidential chopper or Air Force yeah. One, and uh, but he stays behind with his people, like the Italian pr- uh, yeah. prime minister. I mean, why do they sing? It's hard those to two? resist the presidential chopper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Monica Lewinsky had hey, trouble. Political. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So what were, what were your uh, kind of initial thoughts of uh, this uh, disaster epic? I mean, you are drawn by the cast. You, yeah. you watch this film with unblinking eyes, thinking they 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 they, they these are good people. Yeah. In and the thing is, it does rescue a little bit. I mean, imagine this film with all the actors um, that you didn't care for, because like it's impossible not to like John Cusack, Jimmy Mystery. Yes, yes, he's in uh, East is East and yes. another great, another great British just, actor. Yeah, even the, the bit part people in this are, are, yeah. are great actors. Um, yeah, you switch it on. You know, every, like, every, every character introduced is like, someone. Jesus, someone. there's Oliver Platt. And it, yeah, like, even yeah. like, you know, the, the captain of the ship is someone you go, I recognise that guy from like lots and lots of films. The production values are obviously, I mean, it cost 200 million to make. I was going to ask, that was be my next question, what was the budget? And it was yeah. budget, but it made 860 Did it? Okay. So That's a significant a amount significant of cash. significant upturn in the, uh, the the fortunes. And like he only had three years to spend it before the world ended. So as a 1970s child, the Sunday afternoon matinee film on terrestrial TV was invariably especially like you know Easter or something like that was invariably either a biblical or disaster film yes so you had like Towering Inferno yes uh, the Poseidon Adventure yes um, all of the aeroplane films yeah yeah um, and like you Twister tw- sorry mm, no. older <laughs> sorry yeah um, but, it, but Twister kind of followed on that tradition of localised um, peril um, but it seems recently no one's happy unless the death toll is in its billions. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be catastrophic. It's absolutely, everyone's gonna fucking die. Yeah. Um, and then, then this obviously this film follows the same story in the sense that so we've got this this um, Mayan prophecy. It's kind of it does it, it. They kind of allude to it. The whole world's gonna blow up and die. Everyone everyone on it's gonna die. There there isn't unlike Armageddon. There is no plan A or B. No plan A is. Oh, we're gonna die. Yeah, <laughs> Plan yeah. B is I really hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Plan C is it's gonna fucking happen. So that there is a chosen few, isn't there? The the, the film yeah. sort of starts quite um, in the in the normal way. There's a there there is a there are scientists that have discovered something and they're investigating something. See, happening. Uh, can I just jump, jump in? Yeah, on of there? course. Um, mutated neutrinos. <laughs> what? Mutated neutrinos. <laughs> 
that's the reason why the world's blowing up is mutated neutrinos. Well, that would. So I'm like, an issue. I love a bit of pseudoscience. <laughs> I'm looking this up. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and the things I looked at, I'm expecting to find something about neutrinos or mutation or mutated neutrinos. Um, but what I found <laughs> was a series of blogs entitled "Mutated Neutrinos." Um, some of them, are the, 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 and there's a, there's a podcast. And basically, what it's come as is people use this phrase now as like a kind of like a, 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 an opening wind pops. <laughs> Sorry, as an opening, <laughs> as a as an opening. <laughs> so just to explain what happened there, I had a bit of wind pops. <laughs> And Chris was so happy with this tiny little burp of mine that he punched his own hand in sheer unbridled delight. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, so um, if like the blogs, blogs and stuff are told mutating neutrinos talk about pseudoscience in films. So it's yeah. kind of now is like a, it was so such a bad bit of pseudoscience. So it's like meta. Yeah, it's, it's now become a thing. So mm. even in fact, like... Um, Dara Brian, um, if you don't know, uh, Irish comedian, does uh, Mock, the Mock, Mock the Week and um, Sky at Night. Sky at Night. Uh, well, thank you. Um, <laughs> so he's obviously a little bit in his science. So he's got a quote, which uh, so he's got a quote. It's actually his wiki page. So okay, it's not like his app. So uh, from 2010, uh, on a line from the movie 2012, obviously Ooh. relevant. The neutrinos have mutated. Now, for the non-nerds here, neutrinos are tiny subatomic, really almost massless particles. They're released in nuclear breakdowns, like in the sun, for example. 500 trillion of them pass through your bodies every second. Oh, Can you feel them? Yeah. Yeah. They can't mutate. Their structure is fundamental to the structure of the universe, right? They can't just change. He might as well have gone, the electrons are angry. <laughs> okay. So it was a, a wonderful little bit of pseudoscience, um, right up there with the hacking, the double hacking on uh, that famous program. CSI. Once. CSI, they did, oh, this is going to take two of us. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Two, two hands, two uh, hands four on. hands furiously typing on yeah, a keyboard. which always works, obviously, because, Jesus. oh, do you need the cue? No, I'm fine. You have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the right. film is in kind of three parts yes we have this kind of introduction of this sort of underhand stuff is going on there's an undercurrent so yeah, they have the discovery don't they they have the discovery that the world is going to blow up yeah um, and the discovery that they can't do anything about it but on in running in parallel with that sort of storyline is things are um, like arts being collected famous yeah bits and pieces people are being briefed on situations and things like that so you get lots of head of states and things like that because as you could understand if they told the populace the world that the world's going to end in three years yeah you know government breakdown yeah yeah nothing nothing happens anymore so you get this like 2007 it starts doesn't it and then you get like a yearly update on what's going on yeah so it turns out that what the government are doing or the governments are doing yeah. are, are uh, it's like not a lottery situation but they're they're building arcs yeah which i only kind of got right at the end when it, the realization of what what the fuck was happening came in the third act when the arcs are introduced like, oh ah. right i get it now yeah this this plot of getting uh, heads of state and important people to um get on these arcs and obviously save the human race yeah um it's something we kind of seen before it's like a it's the them and us sort of situation yeah, so the one the tro- proper one percent yeah even the queen makes an appearance 
Did she? Did you not see that? Though? No, I didn't see the Queen. Yeah, you know, at the end of the, like, the, the sort of like um, airline terminal departure lounge for yes. the arcs. Yeah. They kind of like, someone looks and they see some corgis well along. Oh, okay, and I missed see, that. Oh, I have to rewatch that now. See, the Queen just kind of. Come on! Come on, boys! Come on! There's only one corgi left now, isn't there? They've all died. Not in 2012, there was at least two. Then we, we're kind of introduced, we've kind of jumped ahead a little bit there, sorry. But it doesn't matter. It's nah, it's all shite. Um, <laughs> the uh, the character, the lead, the lead anchor, Mister Everyman, John Cusack, or Fifty Cent, Fifty Cent backwards. So he's a writer, journalist. He's a failed writer. Yeah, it's important. He would be, wouldn't he? He has to be a failed writer. Is uh, am I tired of this? mechanic in films of having the estranged husband um, oh who, yes I mean we've seen it in like the remake of War of the Worlds uh, it's everywhere it's everywhere it's so everywhere we can't think of another I can't example. think of it less uh, well San Andreas was with The Rock yeah that's the same and they, they you know they get back they, either they get back together or they they a, just you know, a new respect for each other or whatever yeah, or they, they win their kids back their kids fucking hate them yeah, their wives yeah. hate them at the beginning of the film and then by the end everyone loves each other and they completely forget about deaths of recent loved people yeah yeah <laughs> um so yeah so yeah he's um that he's that typical and he's driving a limo again because he was in other film driving a limo um oh gross point blank no no the scary one Identity, oh, which was um, with Amanda Peet as well, who's his wife. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, that's interesting. So every time Amanda Peet and John Cusack are together, so John so he's driving da- a limo. So his day job is a is a limo driver. Yeah, um, but he's, he's a, a failed writer. He's a failed writer. He's had a book, book published and four hundred and something odd copies sold. He can He gets wind of this situation. How does he find out? Can well, you remember? Yes, and it's very odd. So what it is right at the beginning? He's going off on a camera trip with his kids. To, That's right. To try and form some sort of relationship, his oldest son calls him by his first name. That's right. Not dad. Um, so they decide to go camping, right? So we're out camping. They go to um, Yellowstone, Yellowstone, Yellowstone Park. Um, whilst there, uh, he finds some fences with uh, Ministry of Defence signs saying "Don't, don't come in here. It's dangerous." <laughs> so um, what any good dad does he just throws his daughter over the fence and off they go yeah well his, his inquisical mind takes over doesn't it so and then he finds a, a lake <laughs> this is the, the, throughout this film one of the themes that really f- got me was his, his ability to just put his kids in horrible danger <laughs> yeah so they see this lake right but not like a beautiful lake ah and he's even like oh there used to be a lake here and then what they see is it's like these bubbling pools with a few dead animals in them, right? Yes, It could yes. be anything down there. Yeah, like, yeah, Toxic yeah. spill. But Woody Harrelson is this mad uh, a kind of... So who's, who's Woody Harrelson in this film? Then? So he's um, the crazy chap. Chalk. Chalky, chalky. And he's uh, he's like a, 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 a pirate radio... radio yeah. guy. He's mad. I'll be right back, folks. I, um... Do you mind if I join you? I there's I wanted to ask you something. Yeah, I only um, got a minute. Hey, Pickle. No. I was listening to the broadcast, and I was wondering what exactly is it that's going to start in Hollywood? It's the apocalypse. End of days. The judgment day. The end of the world, my friend. Christians called it the rapture, but the, the Mayans knew about it. The Hopis... The, uh, the I Ching, the Bible kind of uh, beer. 
Yeah. So look, I gotta eat. Why don't you download my blog? It's free. Of course, we do appreciate donations. In ancient times, the Mayan people were the first civilization to discover that this planet had an expiration date. According to their calendar, in the year 2012, a cataclysmic event will unfold caused by an alignment of the planets in our solar system that only happens every 640,000 years. Oh, not again. <laughs> he goes full batshit crazy in it, doesn't he? Yeah, full conspiracy theorist, but like... Obviously, happens in these disaster films. One of the conspiracy theorists, the guy, he's right. He's bang on the money. He's bang on it, isn't he? he, he, and, he and some friend of his has given him a map of oh. where these arcs are, which is a real, real horrible plot device. Yeah, it's so lazy it's, because that he calls them spaceships. So we're, yeah. we're led to believe that they're they're, they're going to go. Spaceships. Yeah, they're going to go in the sky and they're saving people. There's um. But the little interchange between John Cusack and Woody Harrelson is quite. It's, it's watchable they're, well, they're, they're the, both great actors and they eminently ping off each other the, the point you made earlier on about the, the, the actors actually saving the film and I would say probably the, the save one of the saving graces obviously this is the cast because they can carry it they mm. they can make the shit bad dialogue but they can make it stick they can, they make the shit stick a little bit <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah ultimately yeah, they're, they're talking bollocks aren't they yeah so whilst they're camping then the first kind of serious because we've said a few cracks appear I don't mean like in the plot or in yeah <laughs> or in um, other uh, in people's relationships. Like li- they've had like a, a crack in the road and go, oh that's fucking weird. I tell you what, we have lots of mirror uh, mirroring relationship cracks. So when <laughs> the, the mum is shopping with her her new boyfriend yes, or husband, that's the first and the metaphorical crack, crack in the yes, supermarket comes between is. them. Yeah, that's like as they're talking hard. about the relationship as yeah. well, and his. Can I just mention? Really come, come to my head because almost as bad as the crack much later in the film. Yeah, the 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 new boyfriend or the new husband. I don't think we ever really told. He's he's not yeah. not a, not a twat. He's he's all right. Son loves him. Yeah, he's all right. But he's um, he's a plastic surgeon. He is. And he comes up behind his girlfriend, the mother, and he gives her a little <laughs> in the supermarket. <laughs> And she goes. You have hey. to explain what that was because that, uh, probably... he kind of touches her up a little bit. Yeah, like you, sometimes you might do it. You caught down the toilet roll, and you might go. She's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, "Oh, stop it, stop it!" And he goes, "Oh, I've got loads of clients who pay me good money to t- touch their breasts." And I think yeah. that's the shittiest line. Yeah. And so you think, oh, am I supposed to think you're a prick because of that? But then he know. kind of redeems himself later on. But yeah, no, that's that was a shitty line. Later on, he meets one of his uh, customers. He does, yes. Well, the uh, the Russian. So guy. as you point out, then, then the crack, the crack, the, the okay. biggest, like a huge crack, with no death. A deathless crack. <laughs> that was, I think I'm going to segue straight forward, and then we'll, we'll circle back again. So you the, you said this was a very a metaphorical crack. Yeah. Later on in the in the Vatican, they have the the famous hand of God, David, and then the crack ah, comes yes. straight between yes, God yes. and man. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. Fucking hack-eyed. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, lead me to the water. <laughs> um, yeah, it was bad. I but just want one of those klaxons to fire off every time. Like, yeah, every time something happens. One of the biggest honking things is the the son's name is Noah. Noah. Oh. They get on the anchor, the ark later on. Yeah, that's fucking terrible. <laughs> this all. Anyway, so yeah, so this big crack appears, and then so what? Um, Eddie. Like, 
thinking mother would do she insists her children come back to her yes. to the crack strewn city um, so he's like he's a good he's a decent guy John Cusack he doesn't like go nah I don't think he really likes being with his kids so he's just like yeah fair enough I'll bring him back a bit early um, well there's this thing isn't there she's like always having a go at him so like you know pay your kids some attention just yeah. don't go on your computer yeah. playing you know whatever it is Minecraft or phones in those days no 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 smartphones in 2000 well, he had a he had a phone didn't he just for texting though yeah god do you remember that just texting <laughs> those were the days those were the days but this then leads straight into um, what I think is possibly one of the strangest scenes I've ever seen in the cinema um is they're in the kitchen and they're watching the news mm. where the the governor's saying, "Hey, it's not, it's okay. We've not had any shocks for a couple of minutes and stuff." Yeah. But rather than just have you know a random who gives a shit who the governor is in this film, they have a really bad Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonator. Oh right. Do you not remember this? No, I I'm. You blanked this fucker out. When did you watch it? Your Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> impression is better than this guy's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Really? Yeah. Give us a bit. Great praise. Oh, the, the end of the world is nigh. Get into a chopper. <laughs> See, it's better than this guy's. Mm. He's like, uh, <laughs> there did be no earthquakes for like uh, an hour or so. That's not bad. So, yeah, but I do get better than he did. Oh, okay. Um, and he's like, oh, weird. Maybe he's just a random Austrian. But then there was, and then like she's going. See, the governor says oh, it's God. okay, and then John Cusack's like, he's an ex-actor, he's acting. So they just like, what? Why? Oh, that's weird. It's really weird. I didn't notice that. I must have been. You're just... gonna have to go back and watch that bit and the bit with the Queen. Yeah, there. I think I will. Because all oh, I won't. <laughs> Take your word for it. But um, like, then we've had this sort of gentle bubble for a while, and then at this point, the film just goes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We go, the axis is turned. Yeah, it, we we go from a, a small character piece <laughs> to um, yeah, to to a fucking Hell floating world loose. basically. Yeah. So well, John Cusack um, then decides the best thing to do is to take everybody with him in his uh, limo and drive as, as he's rescuing the whole family. Um, yeah. So he's, he's he's got a plane, didn't he? He went and got he rented a plane with a shitty watch. He wanted to get a plane because he was because um, he believed the Charlie Chalk guy. I think things start to connect to, with yeah. him, and there's a lot of little bits and pieces that happen in the film. So he <laughs> phones up and he's like, "You got to leave now." He's like, "You're talking like a crazy man." That's when they're watching the governor, uh, mm-hmm. and then obviously it starts, and then yeah. he goes, "Right, I'm going to come get you." This is the other weird thing in this film is that the time to do things is elastic. It's like a yeah, yeah, Einstein's yeah. theory of relativity, and then you know, short time, fun times. Um, if someone needs to be somewhere within a minute, regardless of how far away they are, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they will get there within the minute. Yeah, and he, he gets there. They get in the car, and then literally the world turns to shit around them. Yeah, this is very. These are very exciting scenes, isn't there? I mean, oh. of him driving through what is like unbelievable obstacles, as the, yeah, as you say, the, through the, a building, through buildings, tectonic, tectonic plates are yeah. shifting literally. So buildings and everything. So you get that real kind of fast pace. So I made you saw earlier. I made two notes. Yeah. Um, one of them was honking truck. Right. So uh, at the pit, the the world's turning to shit. The freeway, the boat, they go, let's get the freeway. And then the freeway collapses before they get there. Yeah. And then this truck comes careening off. 
like sideways. Right. And um, jackknifing. Jack, yeah, it's just it's freewheeling through the air. Okay. Horn, the whole way. A, right? Why are you beeping? <laughs> yeah, get out of my way. <laughs> I'm coming through. And then, like, you know, I think to myself, like, all right, fine. Like, as you start falling off of the freeway, you might give it a bit of a... <laughs> just to make sure that anyone wants to get out of your way. Yeah, but, like, yeah. the whole way, sideways. <laughs> get out of my way, I've got deliveries to make. <laughs> yeah. This is somebody purposefully leaning yeah. on the horn yeah. to get people to get out of his way because he's flying through the air in a truck. Well, he's probably concerned about the sign on the back of the truck saying, how am I driving? <laughs> this is my fault. <laughs> <laughs> what happens thereafter is just the you know, death and destruction of an unprecedented scale. Yeah. And we, we, you know, we are forced... Well, not forced. I mean, the the, the film centres around you know a small group of people. But but also it's very. I mean, like it's flying through this quite obvious horrible destruction. I mean, like I say, he gets his limo to the the, the uh, airport. Airport. Um, it turns out that um, matey can hit the boyfriend. The boyfriend's a pilot. The boyfriend's a pilot. Lucky times. Woo! So they get on. They start flying. The world is different to how we knew. Suddenly there's buildings below them and other ones above them. Yeah, and things, yeah. But, like, they're flying. Yeah. And, like, again, another sort of complete disregard for his children. He's almost like going, oh, look! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone's dying there! <laughs> well, the oh, whole... look! Look at the building! Look at them hanging off the building! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, look! Someone's in that car! Well, well, um, These people are dying right what, now. What, what bugs me is that... Um... Not even like a... You, you, you just do that, wouldn't you? Well, this, you, you put your hand, put your your hand over the little kid. She's what, yeah. five, six? She, she pisses the bed already from yeah. sheer worry. Yeah, she's seven, isn't she? Yes. And she's uh, she's in pull-ups still at night time, yeah. which isn't a problem as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Sheer worry. She, she basically worries herself to pissing herself, and then you don't even bother going, don't don't have a look. Don't, that don't look at that. It's just the most horrendous thing you're ever going to yeah. see. And if we but make the, it out of here... This is yeah, what well. I was talking about earlier, in terms of these, the early sort of early disaster movies were localised, like... Um, the people in the building were in danger. The world yeah. itself wasn't. And um, this is why you cared, because there wasn't huge losses of life that was obvious to you straight away. Um, and then, so then you cared about people dying. Whereas when you go to death on this scale, yeah. when you talk about, like, you know, huge populous centres, cities dying, being rendered to pieces, yeah. millions of people dying... Does it matter that three people live? No. No, this is the point I was going to make. <laughs> it's, we're centred around this small family of a two... You know, there's there's three adults and two children. Yeah. And then later on, there's a dog, right? There's <laughs> a dog later on. Um, and so... And a giraffe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. The, we... The, 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 the celebration that they do when they when they actually get out from the, the destruction and they're yeah. in the air and they're away from the havoc and the, the devastation and everything... It's just weird because they're like, yeah, we made it. And then you think, fucking who cares? <laughs> yeah. Who fucking cares you made Millions it? Millions of people are dead. Millions. You've got fucking schools, nurseries, hospitals, fucking old, old, old people's homes. And don't these people have parents? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like other people have parents in the film. Yeah, and they've got the friends thing. and family. Yeah. They're all dead. They're all fucking dead. Everyone's Billions of dead. people. Absolutely horrendous, catastrophic. Yeah, at no death. point does anyone show any 
any empathy no. to the horrible destruction that's gone around them. The whole time, the, the entire purpose is to save themselves. themselves. Get the fuck out of there. The, the, the celebration that you do when they get away, and yes. it just seems weird. Fuck we you all! <laughs> well, so where are they going to go? Well, they have a plan. They, 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 he knows because well, he knows. There's yeah, a map. He's going there? to. He's going to uh, jel- ye- yellowstone. Jellystone. Jellystone Park. Yellowstone. Give it a map. So you go. Yeah, they, they decide to fly off to. Uh, to uh, to the Yellowstone Park to nick the map basically yeah, from, from the Winneg- from the Winnebago. So they do that, and we see Charlie again stood on a hill, and again he puts his daughter in horrible danger. So like they, they land and they go yeah. right, refuel. There's some oh, there's some fuel in there. Free, luckily, luckily that's good. That's unlocked. There's a landing strip in Yellowstone Park. What I found, I, I what I've learned from this film is if the tectonic plates ever and the, the earth's crust becomes loose yeah. go to an airport yeah, because it's the least destroyed thing within miles i mean like literally straight before the airline yeah. the, the landing strip yeah. and after the landing strip yeah. death and destruction or well, what will happen perfect is, piece of perfect piece of tarmac no but what will happen is the end of the the, the, the runway will will disappear yeah. and you'll the plane will go off Go down and you go. Oh no! It's and gone, go, they're all and dead. And come up again. Hey. It happens so many times. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it goes solid. Yeah, yeah, because you can't hear anything once it goes down. Right, because below the horizon. Yeah, you can't hear a plane when you can't see it. Right, so they land, and his plan is to go get the map. But he, he doesn't know at what point this bit of the world. He's convinced the world's gonna shake its shelf to shit in death. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He goes right. I'm gonna go get the map. So we've got somewhere to go. Yeah. She goes. Can I come with your dad? And he's like, yeah, right then. <laughs> no, he says stay here. Once he says stay here. <laughs> he's not very good at it. He's not very good. And, that, and then like, and then he drives. Oh, well, no, yeah. he, he, he walks off. He finds him in a bago. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to go. And then he drives off. And she's like, oh, there he is. And like the whole time, like his missus is ringing. Uh, Where are you? Are you we need to go. <laughs> and he's like, oh, we're all right. Don't worry. We're having a bit of daddy daughter time. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then he gets to the thing, sees him up the mountain. And what yeah. does he do? Does he go, well, you best stay with me, try and keep you safe. You stay here, love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going up the mountain. Fuck, that's what's going to happen. But, you know, fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> so she's still in the. She's still in the. She's, yeah, she stays in the fucking motor home. Yeah. And then he, he has this lovely conversation with. Uh, well, he's broadcasting Woody Harrison's crazy man on the top of the cliff yeah. or the hill. He's, he's still broadcasting to his listenership I expect are still out there you know, and as these birds are flying past <laughs> and they're getting ready yeah, yeah. it's brilliant and then uh, and then that he gets swallowed up by it all gets blown to shit and so, the last explosion I've ever seen um, and even though they're stood not more than 20 foot away from the explosion fine yeah totally fine well there's another epic escape scene where they're in the Winnebago and to get to the airport the you know the landing strip and you know, meteors from the volcano or whatever yeah. is coming down either yep. side of him, smashing the place to shit. And Again, they... luckily, never ever anything directly in front of him. No. To the left, no. to the right, just where he was. Even taking the, the back off the lorry. Oh, yeah. The back off the Winnebago, guess. Yeah. back of the Screaming goes. head off. Lisa's like, it's all right. It's all right. I'm not scared. Are you scared? I'm not scared. Are you scared? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty scared. You think I just pissed myself at night? Not anymore. <laughs> Traumatised. There's no way you can make it there. We have a plane. You can come with us, but we got to leave right now. Fly, <laughs> buddy. Fly. 
goddamn map. Where is it? I don't care. Where is Focus. Where's the map? Yeah. Where? It's in the camper. Where in the camper? In the map section on the conspiracy shelf Dewey Decimal System between Roswell and Marilyn Monroe. He finds the map uh, and they get away. And they fly off just as just as that runway collapses again. Lucky escape. Where do they go? They they um they need to go to China because Young does the map. He's like, oh fuck, we're going to go to China. And they're like, okay. can't go to China. He said, we need to go to. Is I know, I'm gonna go get find the Russian dude. Yeah, so he's one of his clients or one of the guys he drives for is this uh, Russian oligarch. So then we go to Vegas. Do we? Vegas, baby. Yeah. We go to China. Yeah, uh, we go to Vegas to Vegas. get a plane. Gonna need a bigger plane. Yeah, the Russians they have a plane. He's bought and. Do you think he's Russian? That guy, the main guy. Um. So this is fat. Horrible Rush Russian guy. guy with two twin sons who are obnoxious and pretty bratty. Both look Augustus Gloop with Yeah, they with do, perm. yeah. And they he's got a mistress who's had a boob job. His girlfriend, not mistress. His girlfriend, is it? Beg your pardon. But she's having an affair with his bodyguard. Shipper, pilot. Yeah. All person. But anyway, that comes out later on. But this guy can also Spoiler fly a plane. Um they they pick these guys up and they they manage to uh, to, to to sort of get onto their plane because he's got he's because he's, he's a pilot. They needed two pilots to do the plane. So. Right. So he's got his own plane. This Russian dude. Yeah. To fly to China. China to get on the ark. It was only through the need of a second pilot that they managed to catch their way upon their ride. <laughs> Did you feel sad at any point? No, I felt film? sad. No, no, no. <laughs> I felt sad. I was watching it. I'm not sure you're watching it. I thought you were watching no, the house. Right. I mean, no, no. I mean, I watched I, The Crown instead. <laughs> I thought to be to be to be honest. I mean, these little segments that are supposed to sort of you know bring the, the some gravitas to it, or you know, like person that did the dad ringing, ringing his estranged son. Yes, but it's too late, you know, and lots of uh, fun, cool stuff. Like, yeah, things like that, you know. Oh, his granddad. Who are you? I'm your granddad. Is your dad there? <laughs> and then it's too late. Hi, granddad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he, he happens to have a picture of her. Yeah, just there. Yeah. Oh. But um, and then you know the the other bit with the, the president staying behind and speaking to the people out on the White House lawn and you know dying, being crushed by a giant battleship as as a tsunami yeah. engulfs the whole of That's that sucked. area. Um, yeah. So everyone that you've kind of been set up to to to, to care about die is dying in a very sad plus way millions of plus other billions people. and billions of other people yeah although doesn't doesn't one what continent survives and does is untouched africa. africa basically so who knew yeah all this time yeah but everything else basically disappears <laughs> yes yeah, so every, every everything's dying apart from the you know our main protagonists and um these these uh Russian, Russian guys people. the other thing i was going to talk touch on quickly was the um you know Okay, it's two thousand and seven, eight. This film was made nine, two thousand nine. Well, it was so, released in two thousand nine. So. so yeah, it's like we talked about being. Uh, what was the last film we saw, which was Robocop being dick heavy, right? Dick heavy. Yeah. yeah. So this is another dick heavy film. So it is. There's lots of penises in this, and and the and the the women in this are really redundant, and uh, several times, the men are invited to come and check something out or look at something. It's on this plane, isn't it? Yeah, it happens and, uh, three times. Three times. Hey, guys, come and take yeah. a look at this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> and they, but the women stay <laughs> behind down, and they yeah. stay in the bay. And, and they're just talking about tits and stuff. They, they, they talk about the her implants. Yeah. She's 
talking about the pull-ups, um, you know, the yeah. so, so mother, mothering stuff or, or very inconsequential, inse- just small stuff. Yeah. Even Thandie Newton's character, who's the daughter of um, the president, she has a little bit of something, but it really, really nothing, huge, really nothing. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that was really bad. The the men are invited to check out what's going on the screen. Yeah. Like if there's a at single the time where it was okay to leave the kids, yeah, it's when you was on that plane. So yeah. when they went. You should come and look at this. Yeah, they could have all gone. Yeah, yeah, not you. You're not important. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Going. Yeah, yeah. whoa, sweet tits. Where do you think you're going? <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, and that that actually carries on throughout the whole film. The only, there's a one of the leaders of one of the free worlds. I don't know, maybe one of the state leaders. Yeah, she's German. Yeah, maybe. German. Yeah, she's German. She yeah. says something at the end. Yeah, um, <laughs> something of import. Yeah, and the the Russian's girlfriend is just all she's there is just talk about her implants and to rescue the Chihuahua. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. And anyway, yeah, I mean, I guess now nowadays we're seeing an obvious change, which is great. But um, I'm offended by that in a, in a way <laughs> because yeah, it's it's, yeah, I just, so they have this kind of undertow where it's obvious really quickly and early on that she's having an affair with the um, pilot, the pilot, the dashing pilot. Yes, um, I'm not surprised. The the Russian guy is a big fucking sweaty ugly pig. But did you see? You see the scene where he's like looking and obviously remembering fondly the boy's mother. Yeah, he's like, he's, like a, he's basically him in a wig. <laughs> oh right, <laughs> he reminded me of Baron Greenback from Benjamin. Yeah, the lips of it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all the things from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yes, yeah, yeah, those are great. The Gorgons or whatever. Yeah. Are. Luckily, the world shifted. That's right. So they've been flying towards China, unbeknownst to them, China's been flying towards them. Would you thunk it? Would you have thunk it? And then they crash land in an it's exciting. Icy. It's icy. It's cold because it's Tibet. Oh yeah, part of China. And that's when they um, find the mountain. They were the funny that the yeah. Chinese. Guys. I like the way the the chauffeur died though. That was awesome. Oh yes, because it's like oh. Whew, oh ah! yeah. <laughs> well, basically, aren't they running out of? They're running out of uh, snow or ice. Yes. So they, he advised. I've got an idea. Get so open up the boat, a boot. Open up the boot. Open up the, the boot. Open up the boot of the plane. <laughs> get in a car. Yeah. Take the handbrake off. Let it, and they just basically just fly out. Fly out. Yeah. Uh, and then um, they're all right, but the the pilot stops right on the edge. Yeah. He's like, oh, thank God for that. <laughs> and, it, and then he dies. Why can't he? Why couldn't he have lived? Because then we, we wouldn't have anything to cry about. Yeah. I mean, he and then he goes. I knew you've been having. He knows he's, she's been yeah. having an affair. Yeah, because he gets picked up, doesn't he? Because, like, well, well, this is a, oh, another fucking insane scene. So they they got out of the car. I don't know why they got out of the car, because they didn't come. They driven around a bit, four by four. Well, yeah. So they get out, and then I hear the choppers coming. Like, well, that's fucking lucky, isn't it? Yeah. And then they're like, well, that's weird. So it's the choppers, but what are the choppers carrying? Like, what, what are they carrying, Chris? Well, they're carrying animals. <laughs> They're dangling, dangling from the bottom of the chopper in freezing cold conditions. At a giraffe. A giraffe. Well, imagine would shit itself and die within two seconds of being hoisted into a helicopter. Well, and also uh, they're chinooks, aren't they? Or something big, big, big air, yeah. big air helicopters. Yeah, I was, uh, I was genuinely surprised by that scene. I was. I mean, it's obviously what? another it's another arc <laughs> reference, isn't it? Yeah. So in come the animals one by one. Yeah. In a chinook. 
Yeah, you get. But yeah, you get. There's a rhino. The rhinoceros is an elephant. There's elephants. Yeah, and they get being dragged underneath a helicopter, which is always the best way of transporting animals. Also, I just want to point out, right? Despite what the Bible said, okay, one breeding pair does not a survival of a species make. No. All that is is a zoo for five years then they die yeah and then you've got two dead giraffes rather than having they need to be they need to be in love (laughs) you can't you just need to get a dna sample of it that's that's the best bet and hope for a jurassic park type technology to come forward well if is this set in the no of course it's not set in the future 2012 (laughs) (laughs) well it was when it came out well, yeah, it's three years in the future when it came out. Who knew what could happen in the yeah. future? Yeah, well, we were all worried about 2012, weren't Bests we? for giraffes. Well, we were worried about the, millenn- uh, the millennium, yeah. weren't we? There was all that millennium bug thing, yeah, wasn't we there? Yeah, was going to happen, and that, and that was all right in the yeah, end. That was all right. 2012 <laughs> was all right. How exciting that was. Yeah. We're all going to die. No, no, everything's all right. Oh, carry on. Nothing happened. Hello, I'm Spud Murphy, and along with one of Ireland's darkest comedian Seamus Kelly, I host the Comedy Cast, a weekly podcast where we speak to some of the best up-and-coming stand-up comedians from all over the world. We also have some of the best new bands on too, with some of their music, of course, and we take the piss out of what's been going on around the world of late. We've just recently started a Legends of Comedy section too, so there's something there for all you stand-up comedy fans. Get us in all the usual podcast places or go to thecomedycast.com where you can also listen and you can catch up with old episodes too and you can even watch my stand-up comedy documentary, Funny How. So that's it then, I'm Spud Murphy and make sure and check out the Comedy Cast. He gets picked up the Russian two kids and gets taken off Because he's to, got the ticket. He's got two tickets. Yeah. Two tickets. Didn't get a ticket for his missus. No, even though he's the dog. brought her along. Why bother do that for? Don't know. To punish her right at the end. Yeah, so they get a lift with a Chinese family that we'd seen, a Tibetan family, sorry, that we'd seen earlier so in the yeah, day. And they're lovely. Which lovely is lucky because they've got um, some weird back entrance into one of the arcs. Yes, one of the, he's worked on it. He's worked on it. He's a welder. So he knows I'm a welder. It, so he can get on into the air, into the arc, yeah. Yeah, so he can get into the arc. So he's, he's yeah, so they get on. So now we're in this massive hangar with all these um, important people walking yeah. to their designated arc and that's when they realise one of them's fucked up isn't it the Russian Oglux one's fucked up what do you mean because the roof dropped on it remember so there's been, been four arcs oh yes well, there's been, been like seven or eight arcs but it's two years too early or something yeah 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 so there's been, been four arcs So, but then they were like sorry we've got four but then the the roof fell on one of them which is was, was meant to be his one so yeah. they've only now got three arcs which means they've got like a surplus so of people, people which they, so there's this big dilemma thing it's like oh the, the water's coming it's coming yes got, and, you've got a random amount of time it's five minutes for a long and time and it's to the second isn't it yeah. as well they know exactly when the water's oh, yes, going to hit really the boat accurate. They're, um, they're, they're model um, and so yeah there's all these people waiting to get on they can't get on they're being, they're being pushed back and then there's this heartfelt speech about saving what you know open yeah, the he doors yeah gives a bit of a speech what sort of humans are we if we, if can't, we can't save so they let everyone I'm, on I'm, I'm with I'm with the other guy on are this you? one yeah I'm with uh, um, well yeah. he's not the president is he he's the, no but he's kind of he's the, he's, the ruler of the, he's taken over Oliver Platt's character um, if you've got a plan saying right we've got this many people and we've got to last this much time we've got this much food yeah, you throw that out the window, you risk the no. whole entire human race. No, 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 no. You miss the point of the film. <laughs> That's the whole point of the film is that we show compassion for other people. We've been. Turned out they didn't need either. I mean, they could just flown to Africa and have been fine. Exactly. 
Did you think that the arcs looked a little bit like Thunderbird 1? They looked oh, exactly like Thunderbird 1. The green, the yeah. green ship. Yeah. yeah. Is that 2? Two, two, two? No, I don't know which number it is. I, say, I think Thunderbird 1 is the rocket, rocket so it's ship. the big green one. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Did look like that, actually. Yeah. But um, yeah. they made it with a bit of a design flaw, hadn't they, Chris? The, the arc. Because the door. Because of the door. So during their um, back entrance into the arc... It were... Uh, um, one of them, the guy drops his air gun, which he was using randomly, into the cogs of the machine. Oh, God. Oh, and matey dies at this point. No one gives a shit, but he does. He dies, doesn't he? Who dies? Boyfriend material. Who? Oh, yes, yeah. He dies. Yeah, he dies. Not even a tear. Again, as I said, at no point during this film does anyone show any, any emotion to, any, or my to, emotion to, to, to a death. Yeah, the boyfriend of John. Can you remember a single tear? Not by you, obviously, because you're a heartless oh. bastard. No, I was crying all the way through. That. Oh, right. Yeah, but with laughter or. <laughs> no, I get very upset with these sort of things. But yeah, no, no one in the film cries over a character dying. No, you're absolutely right. I'm trying to think. If you anyone... get like a bit teary-eyed. The guy about his son. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, there's a little bit of welling but he, up. His son's living. Yeah. So he's crying. Ah. So he's not even crying for someone that's dying. No, there, again, there, he's crying for himself. Okay, there's a, there is an occasional welling up, yeah. but there is no, there's no, there's no blubbing, guffawing. I mean, guffawing. That's not the right word. <laughs> there's, a, there's a guffawing when they actually get them and they escape the, in the aeroplane. <laughs> but yeah, yeah so it's um, strange, isn't it? I just remember the guy's name. I think it was Oliver. Was it Oliver? Something like that. He died, so but no one cared. Uh, and he died doing something quite noble as well, I think. Yeah, he, he was trying to help and people. And yeah, because this is like an underwater scene. Very much a crush based hazard. So it locks up. Then the water comes. Yeah. But then this 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 fucking survival craft, right? So oh, right, we need to make this survival craft. What are we going to do? Right, okay, bit of armor. Good idea because it's going to get bashed around. Yeah, Brilliant. there's lots of stuff like some, that. Some doors on the outside. Good. So we can yeah, get in and out. Get in and out right, like a okay. hangar. Um, Compartmentalise. So if something gets a leak, no, 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 we won't worry about no, that. No, no, no. Uh, what about we make it so that we can only run their engines if the doors are shut? Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. What a stupid thing! What to a do. fucking thing! That's not a thing. Yeah. There is no one in the history of making anything ever have they ever said, "Let's make it so that we can't drive this if a door's open." It's slightly ajar, not even shut. It's not. Yeah, it's not even uh, gaping. Oh, it's right. Even even if that's a safety thing, so I like them. Bing. Yeah, Look on yeah. your car. Yes, door, you can still open. drive it. Still drive it. But you can go, I'll just override that. It's just annoying, isn't it? It's, just, it's, not, it's fine, just leave it. Put your seatbelt on. But no, yeah. no, 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 I'm fine. In, introduce, <laughs> I'm fine, I don't care about it. Introduce fake peril, which has happened obviously throughout this film, is then, you know, this is the final, and like, it's like Lord The Rings, final hurdle. The final hurdle. And then, the, again, Charles puts himself in danger rather than asking to go back, he just kind of goes. But this time it's Noah. Noah. Noah helps. And then, um, even though it's a suicide mission, it seemed quite not a suicide mission because there was an air pocket and the thing he had to pull out. Yeah, they have, they pull out this uh, tool out of the cogs, which then allows the door to shut. Whilst and they, and they can use the engines again. Yeah, the water is basically well, the the waves of the tsunamis have coming in. Everything's. Uh, Meanwhile, there's a giraffe above them. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> What's going on down there? <laughs> I'm trying to mate. <laughs> Uh, Shush! <laughs> Sexy time. <laughs> but yeah, she the the, uh, the 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 Russian girlfriend dies, doesn't she? Whilst just staring at the giraffe, she drowns. Oh, she drowns. Does the dog live? 
Yes, the dog lives. Dog lives. She manages to put the dog over the top. Then she's in a compartment. And the giraffe eats it. So they're there. She's in the compartment. She she drowns. Oh, oh, yeah. And again, no one cares. That's sad. She's made it all that way. Yeah. To kill her off. How um. How sad that they, they, you know, she... They felt the need just, just one to more kill her death. off. It just seems ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Because she seems to have quite a decent redemption arc. And, and then we get this horrible ending sequence where they just kind of go, oh, we're all right now. Oh, oh. And it's not as bad as we thought. <laughs> oh, yes. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not as bad as we thought. And Africa's so okay. Does it leap ahead six months or something? Yeah. Then, so, basically... Like Wally. Yeah, it's, it's that, it is a lot like Wally, yeah. So, in six months' time... Um, we're we're back we're back on the, the boat. The skies are clear. Yeah, and they go. Oh, we can go out now. Which is weird because it'd be nuclear winter. But we'd let's ignore that fact. Everyone gets out onto the verandas and onto the balconies. No, there was no barriers. So this is this is where, from some of the reviews I've read and some of the feedback I've been getting online from the uh, community out there, so this is where the worst line or ending to a film mm-hmm. ever. So they're on. They're on the balcony or on the top of the thing, looking out across, and they're talking about starting their new life in Africa because Africa's yeah. good and everything's not as bad as it was. Not as bad as they thought. They've lost be. everyone. The last line uttered by the girl, girl is that she's not using her pull-ups at night anymore, no. or she's not peeing the bed anymore. No, that's in a roundabout way. That's what she says. Yeah, not in pull-ups anymore. That's right. What's happened to John Cusack? What has happened? <laughs> I don't know. He hasn't done. I mean, I quite liked Hot Tub Time Machine. Um, yeah, that was all right. I, do you know what John Cusack needs? A good bit of TV. Yeah. Like Woody Holston with True Detective. Yeah. And, uh, Cause he's got good acting chops, hasn't he? Yeah. What's I he been in? Uh, gross, gross Point Blank, he was good in. One of my favourite films ever, ever is High Fidelity. High Fidelity, yes. And he's amazing in that. <laughs> We've mentioned this. The cast saves this film for yeah. being utter utter shite. What is that? What you're taking away from this film is that actually it's watchable based on the cast. There's no surprises here. From yeah. like, if you've seen the cover of the film, and you've ever seen any of this, like, if you, like you say, the, the day after tomorrow, uh, Godzilla, um, Independence Day. If you've seen any of his films, you know what you're going to be getting. It's a mm. really kind of formulaic characters which he manages to get good character actors to play mm. um, it's it's watchable yeah. it's ridiculous yeah. in the extreme it's, I mean, it's like a gnat's cock away from being a, an out and out comedy because it's so ridiculous no yeah well yeah absolutely okay so ultimately 2012 ultimately. is is a watchable thing it's, a, it's watchable is it? Is it watchable? Well, this film, uh, you would just really... You could skip everything and just watch the set pieces. But I think I think you would remember, because it's so fucking mental. Yeah. But you, you'd remember the set pieces. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. The the, 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 <laughs> the big scenes of yeah. the, all the destruction and the shite and the action set pieces is what you would take away from this. Nothing else means really anything, because you're not emotionally involved in no. anything. No. And uh, the characters, although the, you know the actors are good, they do what they can with the, they do what they can. Okay, we're good, we're good. I've got some facts. Let's let's talk about oh, some. Facts. Let, uh, Is it about mutated neutrinos? No, it's not as good as your oh. facts. 
You've got the, you had the best fact. Before we read out sort of uh, comments that we've got from our online community, I've got um, a couple of uh, uh, snippets of uh, factoid for you here. That When already in 2012, we see almost exclusively old analogue television sets everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. On board Genesis, the cruise ship, in a Yellowstone convenience store, etc., as we know now, after 2009, digital transition, old analog sets were very quickly phased out because prices for LCD and LED sets <laughs> dropped almost 100% within less than two years. So by 2012, it is highly unlikely a state-of-the-art cruise ship had an analog set even in the kitchen. All hotels, ships, Restaurants were retrofitted with flat panels in 2012, and during the making of this film, even in 2008, 2009, they should have easily predicted <laughs> that by 2012, all sets would have LCD panels. What'd you say to that? It's it's a miss. You have to say it's a miss. I mean, I, I you know I did I did actually notice the amount of um, it's laziness. <laughs> the amount of CR teams knocking about, and I did think to myself, what fucking year was this? Six years ago, did no one have a flat screen TV? Let's check this out. We think that was good. Phones go dead a few times due to the communications network being destroyed. When the line cuts, the phone makes a rapid high-pitched beep, typical of a landline phone, oh, yeah. left off the hook for a while. Cell phones don't make that sound. They just go silent. This is this is my point though, with the truck horn, is that yeah. they make a soundscape that tells a story regardless of whether or not it's likely to have happened. Check this out, man. I'm finished. <laughs> Banned in North Korea because 2012 marks the 100th anniversary of the birth of the first great leader, Kim Il-sung. Several people were arrested for watching pirated copies of this film. Oh, can you imagine? Yeah. When does they manage to finish it? How could you be arrested for watching a pirated copy of something? But imagine, right? There you are. You're like... Fuck my leader! I am going to watch this illegal pirate film. Halfway through it, you'd be you'd be phone them up. Yeah, <laughs> come get me. <laughs> yeah, arrest me. Arrest me because I have made horrible also, life choices. I can't find the remote. I can't find the remote. Please take me away. <laughs> Matt, Matthew, there's one last thing I want to share with you, which is that this film had multiple taglines. So it would, oh. um, you, we were we were warned was was one of the main ones for the poster. <laughs> we weren't, but yeah, by the prophecy. But this is another one. How would the government of our planet prepare six billion people for the end of the world? They wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Before we do our um, infamous um, reviews, yes, should we read? Uh, shall I read out a few reviews from or some comments from the online? Please, there's actual community. Listeners. So this is from our Facebook uh, page or some Facebook comments. So Lee Carter, don't tell anyone, but I quite enjoyed the bombastic madness of the whole thing. If you take your brain out of gear and let it roll over you, it's quite entertaining. So basically, he's... Uh, <laughs> he liked it. He liked it. I can, I, can see the time, I can see the time and place where you'd sit down and afterwards you'd go, there's one. Uh, Richard Lee. Uh, the, sorry, this film is a deranged CGI fest, assault on the senses, and makes no sense whatsoever, and I will watch it whenever it's on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Paul Smith, I liked it. Some great action sequences. So the action sequences, I think, is all you See, can there really is take that, it away. There is that thing, and I think that the Richard Lee comment 
taps into that is that yeah. there is a certain level of production value which yeah. means that if you're flicking through channels and you see something of that production value yeah. you're invariably just going to yeah, leave it on and veg out. Just chew it. Alec Linzel. It does. Un- it is undoubtedly one of the worst films ever. <laughs> Not only do they lazily perform the same escape several times throughout the film, outrun and outfly pyroclastic flow, and try to focus on the fact that we care about this one family whilst all around are dying. <laughs> but the final thought of the entire movie is less concerned with the fact that some seven seven billion people have met their uh, end. And the face of the world has changed radically forever. Dan, it is the, with the fact that John Cusack's daughter no longer wets herself <laughs> at night. It's really dreadful. <laughs> Chris, I just want to bat, bash through these really quickly because it's nice to have uh, some interaction. Chris, Chris Carter, not a review, but uh, when I watched it, uh, when I watched this with my daughter who is autistic, she did ask at the end if this was a true story. <laughs> Bless. Um, uh, Kevin Richardson, my wife loves this film. I personally think it's one of Roland's weakest. It probably is. Tim Ashworth, it has a great edge of the seat and totally absurd, absurd plane escape from an apocalyptic Los Angeles. Tamsin Lord, brilliant in its over-the-top shit-filled explosiveness. <laughs> Love it to piece it and it's most firmly not a guilty pleasure. Good on you, Tamsin. Victoria Blackshaw was Paul so bad, it's good category. Andrew Oakes, billions of people die, but it's okay as long as one little dog makes it. <laughs> Fuck that dog. And that's it. So thank you for everyone to interact with us. That was a lovely bit of interaction. First interaction of that scale. Yes, that was a lot. <laughs> Shall we do our reviews then? I, I, first of all, I've got the YouTube, I, I checked YouTube trailer. Well done. Uh, reviews. Uh, the end of the world is fake. And then um, someone ran under this is my first one uh, from Lord Lord Jager six two seven seven. Ooh, this trailer actually scared the crap out of me. But now I know that it was bullshit. Yes. Uh, when did you put that one? Uh, two years ago. So he put that one. Yeah, he waited. Well, he knows it's bullshit. <laughs> what was he expecting? Hey, how long did he have to wait though to watch the film? I was like, hold on. No way. I think he. Knew, he... I can imagine climbing out of a cave. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> or he's in Africa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, I mean, like, yeah. He watched the trailer and then he thought it was going to happen, and then realised that it was a film. It's a film, Jesus. A film. Oh, come on, Mr. Jaeger. Um, I have to say, looking through IMDb, I have never seen such an absolute one out of ten fest. Yeah, not many people like it. Fucking hated it. Did you find any positive? I ones? did. I have to put out a filter. Oh, okay. To actually get some ten. Out well, of I've got a, I've got a one out of ten, and I, I, sh- I tried to find the shortest one out of ten I could. Yeah, they, they were. Very uh, they're close. very long. They're yeah. so long. People went into great detail about explaining why they hate this film. So I'll do, I'll do the uh, the one star review, and then you can, you, we can end on a positive, yeah. right? So this is a one out of ten. Atrocious. Uh, is the header. Uh, there literally are no words that can describe the absolute horror this movie is. I am an environmental scientist. <laughs> I can honestly say that scientifically, no one thing in this movie is accurate. For starters, you cannot predict an earthquake. Never, never, never mind a global scale catastrophe leading to the destruction of mankind. If we put the budget of this movie into public awareness of important matters like CO2 emissions, 
conservation and disaster management, the world would be a better place. I mean, is it any wonder people don't take global warming seriously when crap like this comes out and makes a joke of everything that scientists have worked their whole lives to discover? I honestly can't believe this even got six stars. He's angry. He's a scientist. Yeah, right. This guy's a scientist, Matthew. Guess what his username is? Einstein nine three two. No one. fucking way. Rock steady punk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just noticed that. Oh, brilliant. You're right, Steve. Don't call me Steve. <laughs> it's rock. You know it's rock steady punk. <laughs> now I'm just gonna go and rescue that fucking you. <laughs> He's got a ponytail and He's got a ponytail. receding hairline. <laughs> Alex Davy. Alex underscore Davies one. The god of all entertainment. Laugh my ass off. <laughs> Are you some kind of boring 90-year-old man? This has to be the worst you I think I've read on here. Is that his own review he's talking about? <laughs> what? Say that bit again. This has to be the what? When he's posted this, yeah. he obviously fi- thinks he's replying to someone in particular. Right, okay. So, um, oh, okay, so he's replying he's to He's made another. a horrible internet faux pas, <laughs> is what's happened here. <laughs> Um, okay. This has to be the worst view I think I've read on here, and I've read a few. You're moaning about close calls? It's called goddamn tension. It was the whole fun of it. Kept you in the edge of your seat. Every bloody film has close calls. James Bond is probably the ultimate one, which this to the max. Yet it is fantastic. If this was meant to be realistic, as you think it should have been, then there wouldn't have been any bloody runaway, and it'd have been completely blank film without the main characters. Flipping hell! <laughs> <laughs> is this a reply to the scientist, the rock setting other guy? Let's just say it is. Okay, yeah, cool. Flipping hell! <laughs> <laughs> oh, moss. Flipping hell! Flipping hell! Flipping hell! <laughs> you must be the worst person to see a film with. <laughs> My opinion of this film wasn't that best of story. But the director and himself in many interviews that he didn't want his film to be deadly serious. He just wanted to deliver entertainment and to bring a bit of humour to the situation. Otherwise it'd be quite a depressing film. Might as well call it Schindler's List 2 or whatever. Schindler's List the remake. The remake. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> also, I think you'd have called this film Schindler's List 2. People would come out the end going... What the fuck was that called Schindler's List 2? I found it extremely entertaining and I got my money's worth out of it. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> this is a good this is a good one. This is Moss Thank should you. be your new voice. Thanks. <laughs> there was a lot of character oh, cool. development, but it isn't Batman you're watching here. It's the end of the world, lol. <laughs> I went through every emotion, happy, sad, terrified, anger, that's all of them. That is every emotion. <laughs> oh, happy God. Sad, terrified <laughs> anger, which I imagine the exact fucking emotions he goes through whilst masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> I was disgruntled watching this, that's not even on that chart. Now, other film has made me go through so many emotions, and these are films that are supposed to be called epic and memorable. Nine out of 23 people found this review helpful. Only nine, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I came here to drink milk. And play countdown. And I've, I'm all out of milk. Hmm. <laughs> HSBC, the greatest bank ever. Hmm. <laughs> we got two mins to complete this challenge. Hmm. <laughs> two mins. Two mins. Two mins. And it's an automatic lock-in. That's right. Okay. Great. 
Um, cut that bit out. Okay, so there you go. So, so yeah, man, so... I don't think we found our film. It's not, it's not the one. It's not the one. It's... So we're it's not the worst film we've seen here, and no. I think it's one that um, I probably would end up watching again, just out of morbid curiosity once more. Okay, so what are we going to do next then, Matthew? Because we actually haven't had a conversation. We haven't. So, is I've there got, any obvious well, genre? There's a couple of genre we haven't touched on. One is romantic comedy. The other one is kind of like the monster, the monster movie. In theory, we should do the monster flick. Yep. Yeah. So we'll do. I Frankenstein, which is was it? It's to do with Apple. So I Frankenstein. I Frankenstein, which is a monster flick. It's a monster flick. Um, and if you've seen it, let us know. Uh, get get in touch via our um, very popular. And if you can suggest a shit rom com. Yeah, well, we'll we'll start feeding. But nothing Adam out. Sander. We can't fucking do Adam Sander. Again. Not yet. It's Not too yet. soon. Too soon. I think we'll probably. There's so many. Yeah. And, and actually, some of his rom coms are, are all right. Well, he's, you know. He, his best films we wouldn't be able to do this podcast. No, so Fifty First Dates and things like that was a good decent wedding singer. Oh, that's a great rom-com. So thanks ever so much. Please subscribe, like and share. Follow us on Twitter. Get on our Facebook page and interact. Just think, because you could do it. You could interact and then when it becomes massive and we're on TV and that, yeah. then you could go, I, I knew them back when. It'd be like, you can, and then you could legitimately hate us like people hate Coldplay. Yeah, oh yeah, I can't be doing with them anymore. See, but I bet you liked them when they first came out. No, I had a wee. I st- I had a, I've had a wee stood next to Chris Martin. See, there you go. Yeah, we've Can't literally touched dicks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, everyone, and uh, see you next time. Cheerio. Sorry, bye. <laughs>